former tight end Justin Medlock to kick it off, and we are underway from Calgary. Frankie Williams tossed down as he crossed the 30-yard line, 18 yards of the return, and here comes Dean Evans. What a story he has been. First-year starter making his great cup debut. Big numbers in the Eastern Final. He's averaged 385 passing yards in his last eight starts. And they'll hand it off inside Tyrell Sutton, getting just his fifth start of the year for Hamilton, and he pounds it across the 40, up to the 42. 26-year-old Dane Evans will have a great receiving core, his weapons. The leader in that group is Brandon Banks, the MOP in the Canadian Football League this year. Over 1,500 yards receiving for Brandon Banks. The outstanding lineman, Chris Van Zyl at right tackle. Three CFLPA All-Stars on that offensive line. They get the first down on Sutton's second consecutive carry. And a tackle by Willie Jefferson. Into tempo early, and Evans to pass for the first time. Guns it over the middle, and it's intercepted. Off the hands of Jalen Acklin and Brandon Alexander, the safety, with a takeaway for Winnipeg. First start in the championship game for 26-year-old Dane Evans. He's played in big games at college, but this is his first, and you can see the miscue from the get-go because there was no play-action fake. The ball just outside of Ackland's hands, and the first turnover and sudden change of this game. A shallow corner route. Safety that took over at about the halfway point in Brandon Alexander makes the first, first big play on defense. Seven takeaways in the first two playoff games. A little inside toss, and here's Janarian Grant on the sweep getting to the edge and has a Winnipeg first down bumped up by Richard Leonard Winnipeg Blue Bombers from the left of your screen Janarian Grant gets the first touch offensively they'll use the entire field in their run game you'll see the ball rushed by Andrew Harris Chris Strebler, Nick Dembski in this one tonight. Got 11 and a first down into Ticat territory. And the hitch here to Dembski. Winnipeg Natum is brought down after a short game. Leonard steps up on him. Quite the journey for Zach Kolaris this season. Started the season with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in play three in the first game of the regular season. Knocked out by Simone Lawrence. More on that as this game goes on. Traded to Toronto, eventually to Winnipeg. Played the last game of the regular season. A win against the Calgary Stampeders. And is 2-0 in the playoffs as a bomber. Second and nine. First Calaro's pass. If he gets it off under pressure. And it's caught, but dropped behind the line of scrimmage. There's Simone Lawrence with the tackle. And Andrew Harris. And a headbutt from Harris that goes without a penalty. And the punt team comes on. Well, this is the finalist for the outstanding defensive player in the league in Simone Lawrence, just hustling. I mean, he's a guy who had, in the first game between these two teams in the regular season, 17 tackles by himself. He gets an early one here in the Grey Cup. And no love lost. 
between the two teams. So no flag there, but that might be the last time something like that goes. Yeah, there's your warning. There's your warning. Medlock kicking outside the numbers and Frankie Williams back to around the 25. A 42-yard punt by Medlock, so no blood drawn on the first possessions of the game. Couple keys for each team. We take a look at the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Those explosion plays. Dane Evans had 21 pass plays over 30 yards. 18 of them to Brandon Banks and Braylon Addison. And stop the run on defense. Winnipeg, the number one rushing team. Success on first down. Whether they throw it or run it for the Bombers is important. And they've created turnovers all season. And they already have one early in this Grey Cup. Ticats the highest scoring team this year. Number one in yards from scrimmage. Number one in passing yards. Bombers number one against the run. Ticats start at the 25. Play action fake. And Evans in trouble. Jackson Jeffcoat crashing down. A sack with a flag at the end of the play. Three sacks for the Bombers in the Western Final. Didn't have one here at McMahon against Calgary. Major foul. Unnecessary roughness. Winnipeg number five. A 15-yard penalty will be enforced from the previous line of scrimmage and a first down. Michael Shea doesn't like this call. It's a elbow to the head by Willie Jefferson and the forearm to the head on Dane Evans. Correct call on the field by the officials. What's a first down at the 40. Here comes the rush again and they get him the ball down and still loose and a big hill's got it inside the 15. The rush of the Bombers getting to Evans on back-to-back plays and it's the second consecutive takeaway. Well, Jefferson, who led the CFL in force bubbles, has done it again. Yeah, the outstanding defensive player in the Canadian Football League was handed the hardware. Was handed the hardware on Thursday at the award show. Willie Jefferson gets home from that outside. Inside fake comes around the corner, strips Dane Evans of the ball. Two turnovers in back-to-back series by the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And there in the green zone. Well, that in one play is why he's the top defensive player in the league. Here's Andrew Harris. Big hole. Harris. Goal line. Touchdown. Fifteen-yard touchdown run for Andrew Harris. His second career great cup major. The leading rusher in the Canadian Football League. Three years in a row, Andrew Harris has been the rushing leader in the CFL. And boy, he had a jump to his step on this first carry to cross the goal line. Sudden change, points off turnover, so important when it comes to winning and losing. And the Bombers on the board first. 
So two of the Bombers' biggest stars shine early. Jefferson and Harris. Justin Medlock and Sikonberg. And the Bombers strike first. Under four minutes in. So the Winnipeg Blue Bombers have nine takeaways in the postseason. And the fumble recovery by Adam Big Hill sets up the Andrew Harris 15-yard touchdown. It's been a quiet playoff run for Andrew Harris. Semifinal versus Calgary and the final in Saskatchewan. Maybe tonight's his night. Again, Frankie Williams from inside his five. And he gets it back across the 30, stepping up. Boy, Andrew Harris gets some help, Chris, from the guys blocking for him. First of all, from the receiving core, Rashid Bailey, who started late in the year, gets the kick out. And Stanley Bryant, who was the nominee for Winnipeg, is going to get to the second level on Simone Lawrence. So well-executed play right at the point of the attack. And look at the hole that Andrew Harris has off that left side for the first points of this football game. Ticat start at the 30. They swing it to Brandon Pinks. Makes the first man miss. And Speedy B with the first down. As we set the Winnipeg defense for you. Well, he set a record for knockdowns and was the outstanding defensive player. Already made a play on the strip here in this one. Willie Jefferson leads the D-line. In the linebacking core, the emotional leader is Adam Big Hill. When he talks in the huddle, they all listen. And in the back end, Winston Rose led the league in interceptions, had one in the West Final. He'll go up against Brandon Banks tonight. We'll watch that matchup closer. 15 for the MOP, Brandon Banks. First down, 45. Evans steps up. Hit open is Banks. And Brandon Banks is down inside the Winnipeg 40. You just get the sense that Dane Evans has settled down. You know, he, he must have felt some nerves coming into the first championship game. His first year as a starter. That first throw to Ackland was just a little outside. It was intercepted. And now they've settled down. A couple of mistakes can do that. Get him out of the way early. This defense is fired up. Jake Thomas. Jackson Jeffcoat did a loss of close to five. All-star offensive line in this matchup, and you'll get a lot of different looks from Richie Hall's group. He's the defensive coordinator. And Banks on the sidelines. Second and 14. Here comes pressure. Evans pulls it down. Takes off. It gets cut down around the 37-yard line. Winston Rose from his quarterback spot with the tackle, and the field goal unit will come on. Really a drive for the Hamilton Tiger Cats, Chris, just to get their feet under them. And the best team in the league with 15 wins all season long. Behind the eight ball early here. 44-yard attempt. Whatever win there is now, as it has diminished, will be at the back of Kailahu. And he 
nails it. Ticats are on the board. Midway through the opening quarter. Been eventful early here at McMahon. Bombers won the Western semifinal here two weeks ago, 35-14. 20-13 winners last week in the West Final at Mosaic. Ticats won the two regular season meetings. Winnipeg starts at their 35 after the field goal. Polaris on a roll. Going to air it out here. Downfield and coming back for it. It's a great catch by Kenny Lawler. At the Ticat 45. Zach Kolaros has brought the big play back to the offense. Chris Strelder is the running quarterback, the two-headed monster. And it's Lawler on the corner route from that number two spot. And he's going to just win the battle when he wins the jump ball on a 30-yard gain. Zach Kolaros with a nice throw on the corner route. Bringing his receiver back to the football. Lawler a touchdown in the Western Final. Kolaros now 7 of 11 on of over 20 yards in the postseason. Here's Harris trying to jump cut it outside, but nothing doing. And there is Dylan Wynn on the tackle. Andrew Harris led the league in rushing yards. He led in the 10-yard-plus category with 40, 40 runs over 10 yards, 100-yard games. He had five of them. Again, the CFL leader. There's Stanley Bryant at left tackle, the nominee and Western All-Star for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Lost to Chris Van Zyl in the awards by two votes. Last year's winner. And a winner in the Great Cup against Hamilton in 2014 with Calgary. Second in 11. And they'll dump it off. Here's Harris putting his head down and he is drilled at the 40. Well short of the first down. Carriel Brooks the tackle. And now the field goal unit comes on. And we watched the kickers at this end of the field. 45 to 50 seem to be comfortable. Well, I'm not going to for a second complain about the weather in Calgary in late November because it's been outstanding for Grey Cup week. And I don't see it being much of a factor here tonight. The wind will slowly die as the night goes on. And a breeze in the face of Medlock right now. Brandon Banks is back and Medlock misses a 47-yarder. And he has. Banks has returned two for touchdowns. Is he coming out? No. He'll take a knee. And it's 8-3 for Winnipeg. That's been coined the drought bowl. Winnipeg trying to avoid matching the longest Grey Cup drought ever. The Argos from 53 to 83. When you break down the Winnipeg roster, there are 30 players on the active roster tonight that weren't born the last time the Winnipeg Blue Bombers won the championship. Ticats take over at the 40, the spot where the line of scrimmage on the missed field goal. Tyrell Sutton, tough man to bring down. Excuse me, Braylon Addison. Addison with the carry up to the 48-yard line and a guy we will see in that backfield, not just a receiver, and he fights for nine. Well, it's tough to get low leverage as a tackler on Braylon Addison. He's a big play receiver down the field, but he had 36 carries for a nice six-yard average, so he is part of the rush offense for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. 
And now Sutton pounds for the first down. It's five first downs in the opening quarter so far for Dean Evans' group. Nikola Kalinich checks in. The rookie fullback out of York. First down and again Sutton. And Sutton bounces off first contact. Another first down run. For Tyrell Sutton, the safety Brandon Alexander and Marcus Sales bring him down. Seventh year in the Canadian Football League for Tyrell Sutton. Six-yard average and limited action for the Hamilton Tiger Cats, but you know he's hungry. 13 on the previous carry. That would contain Big Hill steps up. And a great conversation with offensive coordinator Tommy Condell, which who I think is maybe the best kept secret in the Canadian Football League. Worked with guys like Ricky Ray and Zach Kalaros at other times, but told me that with Dane Evans, the one thing that has impressed him more than anything is the fact that when he makes a mistake, he doesn't make the same mistake twice. And Dane Evans will learn from that shaky start. Second and nine. Bombers show the three-man front. Send an extra man. And Banks comes back to the football for a catch. That's by Rasheed Bailey on the Harris touchdown. That was a confident throw from Dane Evans. Stepping into that deep curl. And delivering a strike. But it's third and one. David Watford comes in and a couple of touchdown sneaks last week. Remember the goal line stand for Winnipeg. Again, we're not stopped on a third down gamble this year. Well, it was it was almost inside of a yard, and that initial push, you have to give a yard in the Canadian Football League. It goes just off the right side. Behind Mike Filer, the center, and Darius Scirocco. It's going to be very close in this measurement. Yard sticks out. They're short. it. Third turnover of the first quarter. And that Blue Bomber front has come up with yet another stop. The big goal line stand to get them here. And another big defensive stand here. Bringing home a great cup to Winnipeg as a special meeting for a, a couple of the local products for the Blue Bombers. Here's Sarah Orleski. Absolutely, Chris. There's no shortage of excitement for this game, and that includes the high school of Oak Park. Now, they held a pep rally on Friday, not only showed their support for the Bombers, but three players on the Bombers that graduated from their football program. Andrew Harris, Nick Dembski, and Brady Oliveira. Now, Oliveira's been injured for most of this season, but Harris and Dembski have both spoken about the desire to bring the cup back to Winnipeg. Dembski's most vivid playoff memory was 2011. Freezing in the stands, he said, when Chris Garrett broke out for 190 yards on the ground and the Bombers defeated of all teams, the Ticats. And Harris has made no secret since signing with the team in 2016 that one of the big reasons was to help his hometown end the drought. Well, Park's got a touchdown already in the game. Caleros under duress. Jagera Davis chasing him, but gets it out. And Harris ducked under a tackle. 
makes a second man miss and is able to advance it close to the 40 when it looked like they might lose yards. Zach Kolaris does a great job when he spills the pocket of creativity. He's just keeping his eyes downfield and trying to find a target. It breaks down for him. He wanted to go to Darvin Adams on that short corner route, the deep throw, but it broke down on him. He spilled the pocket and got it out to his relief valve and Andrew Harris, who does the heavy lifting after that. 70 catches during the regular season. There's Shagira Davis in his fourth consecutive breakup. Winner last year with Calgary. Short drop. Calaris over the middle, incomplete. Looked like it was intended for Lawler. Mike Miller was in the area, but the punt team comes on. First incompletion for Calaris after six straight. There is your special teams player of the year, Frankie Williams. And I think what's amazing about that suits played it just about every snap on defense too. Absolutely. All-star in the corner. Fields this around the 28th. And Williams with a decent return up across the 45. Let's go down to the sidelines on the Hamilton side for Matthew Shinetti. Guys, Brandon Banks has been through so much in this MOP season. Last year, he had nine pins in a plate inserted into his left shoulder blade. And in the offseason during work during a workout, that shoulder blade actually turned. That The blade actually turned, causing his shoulder blades to be uneven. The plate is causes so much discomfort when he sleeps and when he is trying to play when he puts his pads on. And last week, I asked him, when he made that touchdown grab, how did you feel? He said, I'm running on adrenaline guys smallest guy in the league but maybe as tough as anybody and Evan shows you a strong arm and he got it to Banks and Brandon Banks has his third catch of this opening quarter and close to another first down yeah so tough to handle Brandon Banks because he's become an all-around receiver I mean he's got the speed it's in his nickname Speedy B and that is all already a challenge for defensive backs in this case Mike Jones but he gets you out of your back pedal so quickly you've got to protect against the deep ball against number 16 and that's when he breaks his route off actually four catches for Banks all four completions for Evans who sneaks off the left side for the first down so it's quite the chess match when you Look at Tommy Condell calling the offensive plays for Dane Evans in the huddle. Up against Richie Hall, the defensive coordinator for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And what does Hall try and do to try and contain Brandon Banks? You can double-team him, but that would leave Braylon Addison in a one-on-one. Final play of this opening quarter, and it's Addison taking the pitch, and he'll run for another first down. So the Ticats getting some traction here in the late stages of the first quarter. <laughs> Here's to the everyday things that end up being everything. Here's to all things simple with casual clothing and footwear from Marks. 
teams that have won the turnover battle in the Grey Cup have won 23 of the last 24 games. Turnover's the story of that first quarter. Well, they came fast and furious for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Great play on the defensive side, a turnover on downs, an interception, a strip by Willie Jefferson. But as important as the turnovers are, the points off them matter as well. And of the three turnovers, Winnipeg scored the one touchdown. It feels like Hamilton has settled down a little bit. Dane Evans looked better as the quarter went on. Good news for the Ticats. They lost the turnover battle five times this year. They went four and one. They got a first down into Winnipeg territory at the Connor 39. Here comes that big rush. Completely trying to screen it inside to Addison. Right now, both both tackles for the Hamilton Tiger Cats are having problems containing the two defensive ends for Winnipeg. Willie Jefferson, we already talked about. That's your defensive player of the year. But you better not fall asleep on Jackson Jeffcoat on the other side. Second and ten. Mastin sword blitz. Here he comes. Evans underneath and incomplete. Luke Tasker broken up by Marcus Sales. Great close by the Bomber halfback. Three interceptions on the season. Stays in the hip pocket of this crossing route from Luke Tasker. Tasker had a tough year with injuries. That's a great strip. Outstanding defense by Marcus Sales. Ohiralahu surveys a 47-yarder. With the same as what Medlock just missed. Ohiralahu does not. And it's now a two-point Winnipeg lead. Never been a season regular season for Hamilton like 2019. Yeah, record breaker Orlando Steinauer led the team to 15 wins and if not for a miraculous blocked field goal against Calgary they win 12 of their last 12 including the playoff game against the Edmonton Eskimos in the East Final the caretaker we're always uncomfortable with that term, but he wants to be called the caretaker. Well, both these fan bases, boy, it's been a long time coming. You can tell that both can actually taste the championship. Good start defensively for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They're on point there, making it very tough for that Hamilton explosive offense. off for the kick return and it will be Nick Taylor from the six and they fake the reverse and Taylor back to about the 28 could have started at the 35 but with Janarian Grant back there they'll take their chances Matt Nichols started the season was injured at that time Zach Kolaros was playing on a different team he started the very last game of the regular season for Winnipeg that against the Calgary Stampeders they had a bye in the final week so a bye before the playoff round but he's gone 3-0 and with the Bombers and that explosion play is back in that offense 
off inside. And Harris lowers his shoulders and he pounds close to a first down. Two things from Andrew Harris. He's running hard. He knew that was going to happen. But I like the way he's protecting the football as well. He felt contact at the end of this run. Got good blocking up front. And as he did, he protected the football with both hands. Won a cup as a rookie with BC in 2011. Looking for his second. Ten-yard rush for Harris. First down, Polaros. Got a connection. Kenny Waller's got it. Now we haven't seen it yet in this game, but throughout the playoffs and throughout the season, we've seen the Streb package. That's Chris Strebler, who on cue is going to come in, run the offense, and he's the running quarterback in the system. It's interesting that they sent him in here because it was a first down. There was a delay as if maybe it was going to be second and short, which is automatic, but they're going to get him into the game anyway. Well, usually he starts in that short yardage formation, and then they leave him in as the series continues, but give him a shot now. The story in the West Semi. And he's going to throw. And on a roll, he has a connection. And Lawler's got another catch. That's the first completion for Strebler in the postseason. Well, he completed 67% of his passes in the regular season when he came in as the starter for Matt Nichols. So he can throw the football. Nice comeback route, 11-yard gain by Kenny Lawler. 82 yards rushing in the Western semifinal here under the icy conditions of a couple of weeks ago. Three straight first downs. They take the jet sweep in. Strebler's straight ahead. There's an example yep. of why he puts defenses in a bind. First contact, and he still gets five or six. Well, Paul Lapolis, the offensive coordinator, Chris, does a couple things to put the defense in the bind. One, he's got Net, uh, Nick Dembski running on that fly sweep motion. That widens the defensive line, and then he runs Strebler or Andrew Harris between the tackles. So you're almost trying to pick your poison if you're playing defense against that run system. Let's go. Just limped off. He's been having ankle or foot problems for weeks now. But we'll see him again. Second and four. Harris releases, takes the pass. And Andrew Harris has got a first down. Yards after catch for 33, who had 70 receptions during the regular season. Andrew Harris is feeling it. You can see it. And he's going to get the ball more as this game goes on because he's in that zone. He set up the Hamilton defense and tacklers by lowering his pad level in the first few runs, and then that time he makes a move in the open field. Maybe his best move is the spin move, and we're sure to see that tonight, but he loves that stiff arm. Seven touches, 41 yards for Harris so far. First down. Polaris unloading, he wants Dembski! Great play by the safety, Tunde Adelike, to break it up. 
Eastern All-Star at safety. Tunde Adelike makes a big play on the deep ball. A great conversation with him during the week and told me that it was his high school coach at St. Francis Xavier, Coach Jennings, that first of all treated him as a person first and a player second. Taught him the fundamentals. I think this guy's going to be a starting all-star safety in the league for years to come. That's a tremendous play, winning the jump ball over Dembski. Former Stamp in his third consecutive great cup game. One and one. Second and ten. And that screen out of the reach of Harris. And the drive stalls. Yeah, I think just Dylan Wynn and that push from the interior of the defensive line. It forced Zach Kolaris to try and throw it around and over the rush. And that just floated the football. Watch the push up front by number 98 in the middle of your screen. He's going to get that great push up the middle. And Dylan Wynn's had an all-star season. And that just forces Kolaris to throw it around the rush. The Medlock miss in the first quarter, his first after 20 consecutive and 12 straight in the postseason. From 45 out, he doesn't miss two in a row very often. 11th meeting between Winnipeg and Hamilton in the Great Cup game. Bombers have won six. Dean Evans starts at the 35. Pressure coming again, and he is dropped this time. It's Drake Nevis, the defensive tackle, and a four-tie cat who gets home. Working on Sirocco up front. Drake Nevis, three sacks in the regular season. He's in that four-point stance, that track stance. Gets out of that quickly and just rips that right arm underneath. It's supposed to be a screen, so the front offensive line is taking a two-count and then releasing. That was too quick. Second and 17, back at the 28. More time for Evans. Underneath it goes. And Kyrie Wilson... Tracks down Brandon Banks. I tell you right now, that Winnipeg front four, well, let's say it's the front seven, is dominating this football game. Whether they're trying to run screen draw, which is how you counter a good pass rush, you go screen draw, or you're trying to hit these crossers, trying to move it down the field in second and long. The line is forcing Dane Evans off his launch point. First game for the explosive Janarian Grant against Hamilton. Here he is on the return. This is what he'll do. Across midfield and down to the 50-yard line. Three touchdown returns of punts. The leading punt returner in the Canadian Football League. And Canadian Football League lost a very important man last week. Ed Jalupka played 100 games over seven years with the Ticats and a great cup winner in 1972, but also the head of the Canadian Football League Players Association, managing director of the Canadian Football Hall of Fame and a vice president of football operations for the Canadian Football League. Ed did it all, and our condolences are extended to his wife, Rosemary, and the Jalupka family. to the return by Grant. Bombers starting on the Ticat side of half. And an open target. There's Garvin Adams who rolls up 
just short of the first down in the break. My partner said it feels like it's Darvin Adams time. Well, it does because right now the Bombers can put their foot down a little bit. Here's Darvin Adams. They move him into the slot back position. He's usually the wide out to the short side, but he gets a little more room to run that out route. Nice eight-yard gain. He's been the guy for Zach Kalaros on the deep ball. Explosion plays in both playoff games were crucial in those wins. Ten catches, 198 yards, and a big touchdown here at McMahon in the two playoff games. Comes up a couple yards short, so Chris Strebler back in. And he'll try the left side. Strebler will run for first down. 6-1-2-16. He's alone. Strebler out to continue the series. Sixth in rushing during the regular season. Top quarterback running the football. Seven snaps last week against Saskatchewan. Didn't really put a dent in the Riders' defense. Harris, big hole. the 17-yard line. The safety of Delike with the tackle, but Harris having a huge first half. That's 22. Patty Newfell is going to make the key block, number 53 up front. He is the guard in the on the offensive line, and he gets that down block to open things up for Andrew Harris. Just taking Dylan Wynn and driving him to the ground. Newfeld traded by Saskatchewan just before the 2013 Grey Cup. And the ball into the end zone. And it's caught. Touchdown, Andrew Harris in traffic. Don't know that you can cover it any better, but Andrew Harris was the leading rusher and the best tailback in the Canadian Football League catching the ball out of the backfield and he makes a beauty right there on the Ticat logo. Rico Murray in the chase position and Andrew Harris finds the football. Four rushing touchdowns, four receiving touchdowns in the regular season. One rushing touchdown, one receiving touchdown here in the first half. Boy, has it been a challenging year for Andrew Harris. Suspended for two games. Came back and he's on a mission tonight. Conference good. Four plays, 50 yards. This is his first CFL action. Williams. Oh, oh, oh. The Hansen. And you heard that hit all the way back in Germany. Good to see Frankie Williams. But clearly, the edge in this game in this first half so far on defense and the teams in the line of scrimmage in the play of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They're just a step ahead right now. It's one of the hit. global players, the former Potsdam Royal.
and does he make an impact? Well, the Ticats start inside their 25. Good start here. Braylon Addison has a first down. And finally dropped at the 40. Andrew Harris, five catches so far in this first half. He's got nine for 80 yards of offense and a touchdown coming out of the backfield and making a nice catch in traffic. He's a man on a mission tonight. Addison, the first reception by a tight gap under the banks. First down, Hamilton. And that one almost picked off. Mike Jones jumped it. Got a hand on it. Just a little late on the release. Dane Evans wants to throw it as Banks, I believe, was the intended receiver coming out of his break. And that gave Mike Jones a chance to, to close on the football. And he's going to come downhill on this one. When Evans had to slide over in the pocket a little bit, negotiate it, it took a little bit of the timing away. Mike Jones had the better crack at it. And only in the CFL, Mike Jones might be covering Mike Jones here. There's a Mike Jones on either team. And that ball on the turf. They're ruling incomplete. Connor's trying to get on it, but the whistle has sounded. And a demonstrative Andre Prue, but this Bobber defense is getting after Dane Evans. And this time it was Steven Richardson. an incomplete pass. The ends went forward. Incomplete pass. Dane Evans' arm going forward when the ball is knocked out. So that will be incomplete. Mike O'Shea might disagree with this. It's going forward, though, Chris, I think, and it hit the back of his helmet, which is why I think O'Shea, looking from the sideline, probably thought that it might be worth a challenge. No challenge, though. A line drive punt. Randall scooping up at the 33. 39 yard punt brings it back about seven. And the momentum with the Bombers, a 12 point lead in the football here with just over four minutes remaining in the opening half. Bomber Nation has traveled well. Valaro starts at the 41. And the sweep to Dembski. Finds a crease. Got a block from Adams. And back into the Ticat side of the field. That multiple bomber offense. And it's Dembski for 23. When Zach Kalaros first sat down with us when he was a Winnipeg Blue Bomber, I asked him, what do you think of the talent you have around you? You know, guys like Darvin Adams, Andrew Harris, the first guy he mentioned before I talked about anybody was Nick Dembski. He said, I didn't know he was that fast. I didn't know he was that good of a football player. Nick Dembski is a player. Great change of place, pace runner in that offense. Andrew Harris and Nick Dembski. The Oak Park boys. Here's Harris. More running room for Harris. And down around the 38-yard line. So, nine for Harris. Tuckle and Brooks the tackle. 
but Andrew Harris is providing big first down yardage. That'll get Strebler back into the game. And they're calling the three minute warning. You got my back! You got my back! I got your back! You got my back! I got your back! You got my back! I got your back! back. back. Alright, let's go then, baby. Win! 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 I'd say Andrew Harris is ready. Boy, is he playing like it. Closing in on 100 yards of offense all by himself. And Winnipeg hasn't even gone to play action yet. Excellent success on first down. Over 10 yards on first down so far in the first half. 10 touches, 87 yards, two touchdowns. Second and short. Strangler's going to get that with room to spare. Simone Lawrence trips him up. Double tight end formation here. And a fake there. Strangler again. Crashing off the left side. And down to the 30. Well, I'm, exci- I'm excited, partner, about Keith Urban. And, and stick with me on this one. But a great offensive coordinator is kind of like a great songwriter. There are essentially 12 notes in Western music. But it's how you put those notes together to make a great song. For an offensive coordinator, there's 12 players on the field. But it's how you put them and how you arrange them that makes a great offense. And right now, Paul LaPolice got his guys rolling. He hasn't even gone to play action where he fakes it to Andrew Harris and tries to go over the top. Mark Washington's got to make some adjustments at halftime. Looking for a stop here. Second and six. Pilaro's back in. And gets that complete. Coming back for the football, Drew Wolitarski. With his first catch of the night. Fastball from Pilaro's. Now it's a laser. And right now you get the feeling that the Hamilton Tiger Cats feeling that pressure and then all that pressure on the defense to try and hold the Bombers to a field goal attempt here. This one starts to get a whale. Last two cups for Hamilton. They got behind 17-0 in BC in 2014. And of course they got run over at Mosaic in 2011. Tunde Adelike there, the safety for Hamilton, was trying to change the play on defense. Trying to get that communicated to the rest of his group. And then Zach Kolaris, I know he thought he had something. Winnipeg, the whole line move without the ball being snapped. This is a five-yard penalty. We're going to replay first down. Kolaris had him. He had him in a look that he wanted. Adelike was trying to change it to counter the look and Zach couldn't get it snapped he's out there at the bottom of your screen and they were going to direct snap to Dembski 2013 Saskatchewan yep hosting the Ticats with another completion that is Rasheed Bailey the catch he dropped around the 22 yard line Big down right here for the Hamilton defense. And they have been under pressure in this one. Lost their defensive end, Julian Hauser. And now Dylan Wynn's got to come out for three plays. And what a season he has had at defensive tackle. 
11 sacks from that interior tackle position. Outstanding here. But this is a big down for Mark Washington. I know we've got a half to play. A lot can happen in Canadian football, as we all know. But there's a handful of plays that make a difference. I would suggest this is one of them. Does he go with full pressure? There's head athletic therapist Claire Toffelmeyer, who was out onto the field to tend to Dylan Wynn. Looks like he'll be okay. As you mentioned, Suits, big second down play here. Just outside the red zone. As the Bombers try to pad a 12-point lead. Deep set by Andrew Harris. Empty it out. Crosser underneath. It is Bailey. And Bailey is brought down around the 12. That's close to a first down. It looks like they got it up. Another hit song by Paul LaPolice because he gets Andrew Harris out of the backfield to help down the field and set a pick that's not called and not seen. Andrew Harris is going to come out. He's an empty backfield there, so Zach Kolaris can dump it to Bailey on the crossing route. And just to the left of your screen, you didn't see it, but the man trying to get to Bailey was cut off by Andrew Harris. Third red zone. Only we're in the red zone once in the two playoff games. And a pass to the goal line incomplete. What a Durbin Adams and Cario Brooks was there in coverage. Cario Brooks got his hand in there and knocked it away. Darvin Adams doesn't drop that one. So second and ten. Clock stopped with 40 seconds remaining. Comes the safety blitz. Calero's got it away to Adams the catch. And a play comes down. Adams drops short. Brooks again on the tackle. Let's check the flag. It's going to be holding against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Likely to decline that. Buck Pierce, quarterback coach on your right. I love what Mike O'Shea said. We've got the toughest quarterback room yeah. by far. No question with Buck Pierce, Zach Caleros, Chris Strebler, Matt Nichols, and Sean McGuire. It's a good room when we should emphasize the, the input and contribution from Matt Nichols as well. Offside. Winnipeg, number 89. That penalty's declined. Holding. Winnipeg number 62. That penalty is a decline. The ball will be placed where it went dead at the nine-yard line and a third down. Cody Speller was called, but penalty declined. Field goal unit comes on. And the Ticats will get the football back one last time in this first half. That's a big stop. It's a big stop to hold Winnipeg out of the end zone, not give up a major 
and all the momentum to the Bombers going in at halftime. When you're reeling like Hamilton is right now, you're looking for anything, and that's a little bit of momentum to hold them to a field goal attempt here by Medlock. Although it is Michael O'Shea, yep. and they are in plus territory. But I'm sure he just wants the three here, but you never know. You never know with O'Shea. But that is the right decision. Take the points for sure going in at halftime. O'Shea by 15 against his old buddy, former teammate, Orlando. Orlando Steinauer on the other side. I think different styles outwardly, but when they're in their rooms and they're talking to their teams, very similar approaches. Honest, upfront, tell it like it is, get the best out of their guys. Quite a journey for both. Great friends. So what does Hamilton do in the late stages of this first half? They start with Tyrell Sutton. He's run all the way to midfield. It was six seconds to go. Now you take a shot. Now you not a shot at the end zone, but you take a shot at an intermediate throw, maybe 15 yards if you're efficient here. Dane Evans got to get a snap though. Yeah, they've got to be very efficient. They're going to blow it in right now. Get that out on a quick out. Might get a chance to kick a long one. Too long. But comes down to this. Take a shot. Underneath for Axlund. And he is contained. And Clock uh, runs out on him. Thought they might take a shot. But they run out of time in the opening half. Adjustment time for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Team with 15 wins in the regular season. Reeling after that first half. That was all Bombers. Welcome back to Calgary as we get set for the second half of the 107th Great Cup presented by Shaw. I think a lot of people are stunned by what we saw <laughs> in that first half. That was great. And by what we saw at halftime. But let's go back to the football game and a huge first half for Andrew Harris. But also a big first half suits for the pressure up front by the Winnipeg defense. Yeah, when you take a look at that first half, first of all, let's start with the line of scrimmage because you've heard many, many times the game is won and lost on the line of scrimmage. This is an all-star group of offensive linemen for the Hamilton Tiger Cats and the Winnipeg D-line dominated. From the interior, Drake Nevis plays by Jackson, Jeff Coden, Willie Jefferson. At times, they'd send linebackers. Convo got involved. Theatric Hansen involved. But that D-line dominated in the first half for the Bombers. Second half. Second half. You're cheering for the Ticats. A couple of pieces of encouraging news. They came back from 15 to beat BC, from 13 at halftime to beat Toronto. And against Winnipeg this year in two games, they allowed only nine second-half points. Football's all about adjustments, and we'll see what Orlando Steinauer has for this second half and what Tommy Condell has to try and slow down that Winnipeg pass rush. Remember the Bombers won the toss, deferred. They'll get the ball here first in the second half and that wind has diminished to really not being a factor now at this juncture. It was gusting over 30 clicks an hour at kickoff, now under 10. Which drone ends tonight? 
Luke hoots it. Nick Taylor's going to field it. Bring it back across the 35. And now bubbles back, but might have something. Iwalahu flushed it back inside. Good return by Nick Taylor. Here comes the star of the first half offensively. So the Bombers won the front, the line of scrimmage on defense. They also did on offense in that first half. You know they did when you see the numbers for Andrew Harris, who had close to 100 yards of offense in the first half with two touchdowns. They opened up the holes up front. Here's his first score. Taking on the tackle from the secondary and finding the end zone. Then came out of the backfield, made a nice catch for his second touchdown of the first half. He is eligible for the MVP of this game, and right now, he's the front runner. Lots of football to be played. Jay Lang had taken a knee and getting attention, so a brief delay here. Lang, one of the great special teamers for the Ticats in his fifth year. Out of St. Mary's. While we got a chance, let's salute the Calgary Dinos, the Vanier Cup champions yesterday. 27-13 over the University of Montreal. And also congratulations to Steve Simmons and Larry Tucker inducted this morning into the Football Reporters of Canada Hall of Fame. Starting at the 44 and starting with 33. And again lowers his shoulder against a delicate and he powers his way for close to 10 again. Heard Andrew Harris at halftime talking to Sarah Orleski on the sideline and saying we are going to fight for every inch. They understand the big playability of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, but Andrew Harris said it at halftime and now he's showing you what he means. He is going to fight for every single inch. He gets nine yards here, but he had to take on half the Hamilton defense to get the final two on the run. Led the league with an average of 6.1 per carry. He's averaging over 10 yards a rush so far tonight. Just short of the first down, so struggler time. And a direct snap, Darvin Adams going to throw to Struggler in the flat. And Cario Brooks in to read the play, but has got a catch and ball at police. Deep into the playbook again. Oh, yeah. Direct snap to Darvin Adams, who at times will line up, and just in case there's a fumble up front, Adams right in the middle of your screen, but it goes through the legs of Chris Strebler, and then he becomes the target out to the left side of the formation. A 13-yard gain as Paul LaPolice, as you mentioned. He's deep in that playbook now. Strebler, a touchdown pass, a catch, a couple of rushes. And Kalaro's back in, and they keep beating the ball to a guy that's got a hot hand. Not going to be denied. Justin Tuggle with the tackle, but again, big first-down production. Nine more. 13 division all-stars for the Hamilton Tiger Cats, just five for Winnipeg. They're playing with a chip on their shoulder. Look at the guys up front. Just take on their man, open up the hole. Pat Newfeld's having a fantastic game at right guard. Another drive-in block. Andrew Harris isn't finding first contact until he gets into the linebacking core and sometimes the secondary. Mentioned that trade for Newfeld as Strebler sneaks again in 2013. Just before the trade deadline when he knew he might be 
playing for a home team in the Great Cup for Saskatchewan. He gets traded to Winnipeg, couldn't even bear to watch the game. It's his chance tonight to finally win a Great Cup. Boy, and he's playing up front against Ted Laurent and Dylan Wynn, two of the best in the business at defensive tackle. And Andrew Harris and that that offensive line for Winnipeg, they're winning the line of scrimmage. Told me yesterday, Dylan Wynn makes you raise your game. Strebler back in. First and ten. And a great fake. Trying to get the edge. And uh, take it down. Strong tackle. Rico Murray and well, Strebler took a lick. Frankie Williams also. Frankie Williams. Frankie Williams just sacrificed himself to make a play. He, he took it upon himself here to lower his shoulder. He had Strebler and Escorts coming outside. I mean, he's got some blocking help. Watch 37 come flying in there and without any regard for his well-being, just throws it in there against Strebler, who's got full run, full speed to try and get his defense fired up. So the starting corner. And also the return man for Hamilton injured Strebler feeling the effects. We'll be right back. So Frankie Williams making his way to the sidelines. And Jamal Rule will check into the game. He'll play that wide side corner. Second and seven. Pump from Calaros. Downfield. And Wilatarski can't hang on. And Jamal Rule, pressed into service, makes a defensive play right off the bat. Yeah, you got to be prepared. You don't know when your number is going to be called. And it's press coverage for Jamal Rule, who actually led the secondary in interceptions this year with five on the season, but a rotation player coming in as the extra DB. And three of the interceptions against, against Winnipeg, Winnipeg in two games, yes. Tiger Cat teams deep at just about every position. So it's third down. Medlock in. And the special kick ball is brought in. Banks in the end zone in case. Well, Medlock missed and Banks didn't run it out. One of the reasons that that was the case. Hamilton was a man short on that missed field goal by Medlock. From 39 out. It's 24-6, and now beyond a two-score lead. Let's go time for this Ticat offense. Well, they love the explosion play during the regular season. 21 times over 30-yard plays for Dane Evans, 18 to Brandon Banks and Addison. Can he get that going? Comes out feeling, got pegs, but... Great play by Mike Jones stepping up from his corner spot. And Pegg slow to get up after his sixth catch. Problem with those explosion plays or the lack of them has been that Dane Evans has not had the time. So they go to the quick passing game, get Brandon Banks out in the flat here, but a big hit from Mike Jones. And 
Brandon Banks, a little slow to get up. Right on that hip. Banks to the sideline, second and five. High receiver set. And it's Ackland, the catch, and got away. And Jalen Ackland has a first down near midfield. 12-yard pickup for Ackland. So Tommy, so score, sorry, Chris, Tommy Condell, offensive coordinator in there trying to make adjustments. So the first adjustment you see in the second half is getting the ball out of Dane Evans' hands quicker. So he's not bouncing around in the pocket and allowing that pressure to get to him. Those are two quick throws. Second catch for Ackland, now Tyrell Sutton, who had great first half success. Second level of Big Hill will drag him down, but Sutton puts a dent into the defense and is taken down at around the 32-yard line. That's 23 for Tyrell Sutton. Good running game. We'll get that defensive line for Winnipeg peeking into the backfield. It'll slow the pass rush. Right back to him. This time up in. Ran into a blocker, Jeff Coat Nevis. Are there defensively? The Jake Goddard nominee for the Hamilton Tiger Cats is Mike Filer. He's number 51, the middle of your screen. And he, he makes the big block on the Tyrell Sutton play just a couple of plays ago. He's out in that second level on Adam Big Hill. That springs Sutton. Big Hill recovers and catches him before he scores. Derek Jones checks into the defense. His dad, a winner of five great cups with Edmonton. Second and ten. Gunned underneath and Mike Jones comes back to make the catch. That's his first of the game. And a first down grab. Well, let's call it just short of a first down. That's going to be third and inches. Bombers got a stop with third and short in the first half. Just have to pierce the 25 and I don't know. I don't know. Close. Did he? Had to get across the 25. And the Bombers think they've come up with another stop. It's going to be a measurement for sure. Evans doesn't like the spot. Adam Big Hill already running off the field. Yardsticks come on, but based on where they were lined, they had to break the 25-yard line. The ball is on the 25. No shot. Didn't get there. Second time tonight. Fourth turnover of the night. What a thrill this is to have Keith Urban with us. Uh, you look like you were competing for the Grey Cup. You might get to take the cup home after that. Oh, Chris, I don't know about that. It was great. This has been a fun game to watch, though, because it's a first for me. So, But you are a football fan. Yes, but I'm getting a crash course in CFL tonight. Yep. So yeah. what do you think? Incredible. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is the best view in the house, of course. It's pretty good. So you guys are, you get a good one. Keith, outstanding performance in halftime. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Unbelievable. Hey, uh, I know you have a history with Canada and this city. One of your first big concerts was yeah, at the, the Saddle Dome. Dome. Yeah. yeah. You have a relationship with this city already. Very much. And the crowd tonight was amazing. So, yeah, I love playing here. And it wasn't minus 10 or 15. No. <laughs> I was ready for that, too. Just stick with us as Zach Caleros on a roll and 
pushed up by Simone Lawrence. Some good advertising for uh, that guy. What did he knock down there? Fisherman's friend? <laughs> hey, thanks for bringing... It's a fisherman's friend. See, it is surprisingly strong. <laughs> Curiously strong. Thanks for bringing Carrie with you as well tonight. That was uh, that was fun. Yes, but yes, her avatar was present tonight. <laughs> So, Keith, I, I understand that you have some new music coming down the pike pretty soon. Yeah, we're working on quite a bit. It's going to be coming out throughout next year. And then a uh, new album at some point. And a new Christmas song, too, yes. that I hear? <laughs> yes. I should sing happy birthday to you, though. Second and 11, they send Heat. Walterski on the slant with the catch, but short of the first down. Tycats get a stop, but the punt team will come on. One of the great aspects of our game, Keith, is that you can, every player on offense can be in motion. The field is so wide, so yes. it opens up the game for a lot of passing and Got it. Yes. big plays down the field. And then tell me about the Rouge. Yes. A single point if you miss the field goal. Got it. Okay. <laughs> We had one tonight. <laughs> it's a different thing in the band locker room. So I've got a couple rapid-fire questions for you, if I can. First, first of all, I know you're friends. I know you've recorded together. You're a great guitar player. Love your guitar. Who's a better guitar player, you or Brad Paisley? Oh, we're night and day. <laughs> we're Pepsi and Coke. We're very different. Okay. <laughs> the other one is, for me, is is if you could pick one of the songs from your library, yeah. what's your favorite? I have different ones for different reasons, but, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for the ones that stick around, you know, and I've been very fortunate to have a few of those. So um, it's great to see the ones everyone sings along with live, too. I'm coming to Country Thunder. You're coming back to oh, yes, Calgary, sir. Aren't Yes, you? I am. Be a little bit warmer than tonight, but maybe not. You never know with Calgary, right? August of 2020, <laughs> Keith Urban is coming back to Calgary for Country Thunder. Good to see Frankie Williams on that return, so he's okay. And so Braylon Addison with a nice run up the middle across midfield and into... Winnipeg territory. That's crossing the 55-yard line, which you probably hasn't seen before. <laughs> Definitely haven't seen that. It's not a phrase I hear. So we're gonna we're gonna introduce you to color analysis. Okay. So on this next play, Dane Evans is the quarterback for the Hamilton Tiger Cats, and let's see. You break it down for us and tell tell us what you're seeing here. What am I seeing? In the shotgun. Okay. Motion. That's that unlimited motion you can you can put together in Canada. And a catch for Ackland. Down around the 43. That's think close to nine. It moves quick, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it's about as quick as we were getting ready to play. Hey, we had a question for you. Both teams have to do extensive scouting. Do you scout halftime shows to get ready for what you're going to deal with here, here at McMahon? I love that we could play a lot last night right here. We, we did um, several run-throughs last night. It was great to get a feel for the, for the stadium because I've never been here before. This crowd is amazing tonight. Such good energy out there. Do you sense that you're getting a taste of Canadiana? This is the biggest all-Canadian event every year. Yes. And fans from right across the country not only watching on TV but here at McMahon. Yeah, it's epic. And it's incredible to be here. First and ten. I guess trying to cut into this lead. Evans with the keeper actually bounced off Braylon Addison on the fake. And has four yards. This is a big drive for Hamilton. The favorites keep coming into the game. That's right. They need to. Yeah, this is a surprise turnaround for a lot of people, right? 
It is the number saying that no lead is safe disappear in a hurry. Yeah, I hear you. I think Luke Tasker dropped that one. And that doesn't happen very much. His his dad, Steve, played for the Buffalo Bills for goodness. Most of his NFL. Career. Do you think there's some drinking going on in Winnipeg right about now? <laughs> As we, opposed to Now that's cutting to the chase. <laughs> you can guarantee they're they're celebrating right now. There's still some time to go yes, here. There is. A quarter and a bit to yeah. go here, but yeah. It's been a long time. Hey, listen, you said a new right? yeah, you set a new standard, Keith, and it was it's absolutely fantastic to meet you. I am a huge, huge fan. Thank you, Glenn. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, brother. Got a fake on here. Got a, and a little toss inside. Oh, Luke Tasker has a first down. Jesse breaks the tackle with the Ticats. Not going to settle for three here. Down by 18. Well, they're going to keep scrapping. They're going to keep fighting. This is Steel Town at its best. Little fake and scoop underneath to Luke Tasker around the edge, and that may be a touchdown saving tackle. 12 yards, Jeff Reinbold, the special teams coach, likes that. Evans, short drop, second look. No way. Down to the corner, and that one's got the catch. Is it out? First and goal inside the five. Come on, look at that. Take a look at the replay because Keith Urban. Yeah, Keith Urban wants to know. Now in the NFL, you need two feet in. Right. In the Canadian Football League, you just need one. So let's take a look and see if Ackland on this out route. He gets that right foot down. He got a both down. 19-yard connection. First and goal. And a Bobber taking a knee. That's Nick Taylor in some difficulty. And Keith, we're going to step aside. What a pleasure to have yeah. you in the booth. And everybody across Canada, wowed by your performance. Thank tonight. you, Chris. I so Cheers. appreciate it. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Keith. Thank and, you, I, and I can tell all my buddies, Keith Urban saying happy birthday. That's Unbelievable. right. <laughs> I'll be back next year. Brandon Alexander moves into his spot. Derek Jones in at safety. Seventh play of the drive. Ticats trying to close the gap. Reset from Evans. Here they come. Freeland Anderson. Addison, touchdown. Got to the corner. And in for the Ticat Major. Their first of the night. Desperate times call for desperate measures. And uh, fake on third down just to keep the drive alive. And all of a sudden, Hamilton's got a spark. Braylon Addison swings out. Again, the adjustment made by Tommy Condell to get the ball out of Dane Evans' hands quicker in this second half. That started the drive. That quick throw to Addison caps it off. Mike O'Shea concerned about a pick on the play, but no flag thrown. And they'll go for two. Best two-point convert team in the league. Evans couldn't find anybody initially. Now to the back and broken up. Intended for Ackland and Kyrie Wilson is able to knock it loose. What a great second half to the year for Kyrie Wilson. Big play there in the two-point conference.
There's the quarterbacks, 13 to 21, 54. A lot of those yards on that last drive for Dane Evans. Zach Kalaros, good first half. Andrew Harris been the story in the first half. Can Tyrell Sutton take some of that spotlight in this second? Brandon Banks banged up. Touchdown drive, seven plays, 65 yards. Short kick here. Fielded up across the 35-yard line, and uh, that was a good play by Thomas Miles, the University of Manitoba product, to keep it in the hands of the Bombers. Let's show you what Michael O'Shea was upset with on this play to Addison coming out on that swing pass. Number 86 coming from the right of your screen. There's Ackland coming down on Mercy Maston, and there's the contact right here. That's a pick and a missed call. Addison gets outside, gets the corner, and scores. But with Hamilton that deep, Mike O'Shea didn't want to use his challenge right there. You only get one. Little big drive here for the Bombers. See how they respond after the Hamilton touchdown. Four for Harris, the delegate on the tackle. Well, because they had the run game going in that first half, they dominated the time of possession. As the panel mentioned, that took some possessions away from Dane Evans, who finally got a bit of a rhythm on that last one. So a long drive here from Kalaros goes a long way to taking him back out of it. Ticats have other plans. They've got Dylan Wynn back in the defense and Frankie Williams as well. Second and six. Dempsey was in motion. Pocket collapsing. Open target. And Wolotarski's got a first down. And more down inside the 40-yard line. But a good night for Wolotarski. Third catch of this one for 26. Now, I don't want to get Bomber fans mad because I'm going to have to check to see if Addison was behind the line of scrimmage. If he was on that play, on that pick, that was going to be a screen, which is legal to make that play downfield. And this is what Kalaros needed to do to take back that momentum. A couple plays down the field, move the chains, take away some momentum from that touchdown drive. It is legal to make that block by Ackland if the ball's thrown behind the line of scrimmage. Double tight ends. Andrew Harris sidestepped the onrush of Molden and is spilled down inside the 35-yard line. Harris up to 78 yards on nine carries. Couple of uneasy looks to the clock for Coach Steinauer. The coach of the year in the Canadian Football League. Bombers trying to drain the clock in the third quarter. Perhaps add to this lead. Screen getting set up for Dembski. Can he get outside? And he'll get wrestled down short of the first down. It's a good defensive play by Cariel Brooks. I'm going to go back to that touchdown just to make sure because I know Bomber fans are wondering. Number 86 is right here. That's that's Braylon Addison right there. Now, let's see. If he's behind the line of scrimmage, the line of scrimmage is the four. The ball is caught at the 10. So that is behind the line of scrimmage. It is legal for Jalen Ackland to come downhill and make that pick. Great play and execution by the Hamilton offense. And O'Shea got the explanation on the sideline, and that's why he didn't challenge. 
call it a 41-yard attempt here. Midlock straight down the middle. 27-12. It'll be a 15-point Winnipeg lead. Heading to the fourth quarter of the 107th Grey Cup game. Here's to the everyday things that end up being everything. Here's to all things simple with casual clothing and footwear from Marks. Ticats off to the kickoff here. Frankie Williams fakes the reverse. And the Bombers not fooled. Mike Jones there with the stick. Mike Miller, the top special teams cover guy, there as well as we go to the sidelines. Here's Matthew Shinetti. Not good news. CC Brandon Banks is out. The team is saying it's a lower body injury. We observed him looking at his hip area. He was in a lot of discomfort. Once the locker room, he will not return. Guys. Huge news. And a huge blow for the Tiger Cats. The MOP no longer available. The MOP, who for that first quarter was really the only target for Dean Evans. Might lead on Addison, but here's Evans throwing incomplete. Looking downfield for Sutton out of the backfield. Real difference on first down. Dean Evans got in trouble, so now he goes to second and long. And this is where it plays to the hands of a strong Winnipeg defense. Jackson, Jeff Colton, Willie Jefferson getting up the field on second and long. Home crowd sound from the Bombers. Here's Evans downfield, and he's got Jalen Eklund. And Eklund all the way across midfield, stepping up in place of the injured Brandon Banks. Little action that takes the attention away from this slant throw, this inside dig route, right over the middle, right at the logo, and he's going outside now, Eklund. Pushes Taylor to that outside, man, a 35-yard gain over the middle. A big one to get him out of that bad field position. 35 yards, and now Sutton. And Tyrell Sutton with the play coming down. And he will not be denied. What a great run. Let's see if the flag impacts the play. Holding Hamilton 84. 10-yard penalty. We're going to replay first down. That is the first penalty of the night against the Ticats. Nikola Kalinich, the rookie at New York. Yeah, Kalinich has played that tight end, and he's up against Willie Jefferson, the defensive player of the year. As he's coming around, he comes from that backside. He gets on the shoulder and then turns Jefferson right at the point of attack. First and 20. It's Addison. Really, Addison, a quarterback, running back in high school, running back receiver at Oregon, and a guy that uh, is a natural runner, even though he is a tremendous pass receiver in the Canadian Football League. 
Now one of the challenges for Dean Evans now is getting in and out of the huddle efficiently. You may even see Tommy Condell, the offensive coordinator, go to hurry up offense in that tempo game. The clock is the enemy as well. Second and 11. Here come the Bombers, but Evans stands in. Fires. What's Jones? Got him. And he dropped the ball inside the five. Had it. But couldn't control it as he hit the turf. Boy, he split the defenders, got in behind Brandon Alexander, the safety, and Mike Jones, the corner, turns. That ball comes out on the way down. Now that's in super slow motion. In real time, ruled incomplete. And it looked like Mike Jones knocked it out of his hands as he was going down. There's that Mike Jones versus Mike Jones matchup. And Evans nearly had the big home run play that the Ticats need. And this will be the second Ticat receiver out. Now let's look at that at regular speed because you've got to have control of the football and survive the contact. It's a strip or a knockdown. So Banks already out, and you saw Jones grab the left shoulder. And that receiving court getting thinner. Dean Evans, you, you just saw on target. He's a guy that can stretch the field. Oh, yeah. One of the strongest arms in pro football. In fact, only Josh Allen has ever been registered at a higher miles per hour than Dean Evans, who's been clocked at 63 miles an hour. University of Tulsa, he threw for over 11,000 yards. And the punt goes out of bounds on the hop outside the 20-yard line. So 12.36 to go. Be some jubilation and some heartache tonight. It's always one of our favorite parts oh, yeah. of the Great Cup game. I, I get emotional. When that thing comes down, I mean, there's nothing more Canadian than the 107th Great Cup championship with the Mounties bringing the cup into the building. November chills here at McMahon. And a lot of Bomber fans trying to get a closer look than they've had for a long time. Still some work to do. We should have told Keith the one thing we've got in Canada are trophies you can drink out of. <laughs> Here, Dembski. And Dembski's got the catch beyond the 50. There's one of those Oak Park guys. The homegrown Manitoba guys are coming through. Andrew Harris and Nick Dembski. Get out of the hole. Hamilton needed the two and out there. Get out of the hole. And Zach Kalaros, who's been on this stage before, Back in 2014, as a member of the Ticats, is not phased by the pressure. He lets it go. 41-yarder Dembski with a nice catch at the top end. Clutch catch puts the Bombers over 200 passing yards. Winnipeg last in the league this year in passing. That's a rarity for a team to go to the cup. 
as the last place passing team. Part of their success is because of this guy. And he's not going to be denied tonight. Andrew Harris wants to get his hands on that. Get your attention, get your pictures, get your selfies. And Did you see that one woman's reaction? And the Winnipeg dropping. Winnipeg Blue Bombers want to get their name on it. Trophy's going to get a standing ovation. There is plenty of time in this football game, but Hamilton needs to stop, and they need it now. Nine more on first down for Harris, which brings Chris Strebler back into the game. And Strebler break behind Cody Speller. Should be a first down. Strebler's been playing through the playoffs on the bad ankle, gets up limping after every run and then gets back in there and does it again. And that's why Michael O'Shea said he feels like he has the toughest quarterback room, as you mentioned off the top. That's just a battering ram and quarterback number 17. Reminds me of our colleague, Matt Dunnigan. Yeah, Matty could obviously throw it like Zach and run it like Chris Strebler. There he is watching on. First and ten. And the jet inside to Dembski. Sidestepped one. Got away. Dembski running for another first down. They can feel it. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers can taste this. You see it in the jump in their step. You see it in the second effort. And now Rico Murray, slow to get up. Got to continue to keep their composure. But Jamarcus Hardrick, four years with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers at that right tackle position. He's the lead blocker coming out and around for Nick Vinsky, who breaks a couple of blocks. So two guys from the same high school in Winnipeg have combined for 189 yards and two touchdowns in the Great Cup game. Homegrown. Rico Murray still down. Guy who is playing in his fifth cup, third consecutive. And he gets attention, so we will step aside. Five and a half in to the fourth quarter. The wait's been 29 years. Remember that 1990 game? They blew out the Edmonton Eskimos, a game that I thought everybody expected would be close. Second and inches and with a flag down. Strebler sneaks ahead. Thirtieth postseason game for Michael O'Shea as a player, assistant, and now as a head coach. Offside, Hamilton defensive line, 97, five-yard penalty, first down. Ted Laurent lining up in that one-yard restraining area.
possessions tonight in Calgary. What a week it's been. Are we in for a finish or are the Bombers going to finish off the Cats here? Strebler to the keeper. Dropped at the 30. So a huge play now for the Ticats. Looking to put a halt to the drive. Strebler is going to try and work his way off the field here. He's all banged up, but it's a late flag on the play. Boy, he's been fighting through this for a month, hasn't he? After the play was over, objectionable conduct, Winnipeg number 17. A 10-yard penalty will be enforced from the end of the play, and it will be second down. Did he react to something that happened at the bottom of the pile and get caught doing it? Strowler's down there at the bottom. That's Dylan Wynn. He didn't like whatever Wynn did to the... Yep. Couldn't really see something he said or something he did to his knee. Didn't like that. Draws the penalty. Oh, makes it second and 17. Doors open for this Hamilton defense right here. Making it a tougher field goal attempt unless they get something here. Harris... Gets back into field goal range, but he's got more. How about Andrew Harris tonight? Wow. And he's eligible for all the awards tonight. Great blocks up front like he's seen all night, but it's what he does when he gets to the second level. Andrew Harris, look at the hole he's got to run through. That's... Controlling the line of scrimmage from the old line, but then he does the rest bobbing and weaving through the linebacking core and then just taking the secondary with him. And there's nothing Mark Washington can do about it. Reminds me of Corey Sheets 2013, a draw play on second and 19. He got 20. Harris again. Tuckle there to drag him down inside the 10. But Andrew Harris, over 100 yards on the night, five times during the regular season. But a monster night. Pat Newfeld, Drew Desjardins, Stanley Bryant, Cody Speller up front at center. Jamarcus Harbour. That's a great D-line in Hamilton. They dominated tonight. Second and five. Just get the play off. Open in the end zone. Bailey. Touchdown. Bomber sets it down. Hey, can taste it. First Canadian Football League touchdown for Rashid Bailey. Mark Washington, this is the, the call that you're throwing your hands up a little bit because he sent everybody he's got and left his secondary in one-on-ones with no help in the back end of Rasheed Bailey on the corner out for the touchdown. Six scores in the last seven possessions for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. against the number one ranked defense in the league this year. 
Well, and the number one team with 15 wins. I mean, all of our panel members predicted the Hamilton Tiger Cats at the beginning of the season would be in the cut. 15 wins, even when they lost Jeremiah Masoli and Dade Evans continued to progress. But this Winnipeg Blue Bomber team started 5-0. and But look, they're going to review this That's because did he have review. control? And does he trap it? He may have. Does that constitute control? Every touchdown is reviewed. The previous play is under review by the command center. Brooks jarred it a little loose, and is that a trap in the hands of the command center here on? Because Bailey jumped for the ball, he's got to survive the contact with the turf on his way down. So he's in the air now when the ball hits his hands, and it's loose going to the ground. This will be interesting. Well, they can't get better replays. All the evidence is there. Now the command center got to make a decision. Call on the field was touchdown. And the mandate from about mid-season with the command center is that they have to see a clear and obvious mistake to overturn a call. But I think he trapped it. It looked like, and upon review, did look like it. Did he have control? Because he needed to survive contact, taking a long time. But let's find out. Came from the bottom, all the way to the top. After a review by the command center, the ruling on the field is overturned to an incomplete pass. It will be third down, six yards to go from the 10-yard line. Third down. Touchdown comes off the board. Well, you got to give credit to Brooks, the halfback on that play, to, to keep hustle, hustling and stay with it because Bailey had this caught at the top of the jump, but that push right there jarred it loose, and then he had to survive contact to get possession, and that's the reaction. But the right call from the command center. Been a long wait, and they're going to have to wait a little longer. But still an important field goal. Yes. And they took a lot of time off the clock and can get it beyond a two-possession game. Yeah, this makes a three-possession game, which is very important, even though it's a chip shot for Justin Midlock. So it's 30 to 12. We've seen two score leads disappear inside three minutes, so 6-12 to go. And remember, no Brandon Banks for the Hamilton offense. Addison drops back on the kick return. Tycat's got to empty the tank now. Frankie Williams. 
Good return. And then a big hit at the end of it. And Shane Goche, one of the heroes last week, a guy who saved a potential game-tying touchdown by Nick Marshall on a punt return. It's been a physical game. The Bombers have had the edge there. When you win the line of scrimmage, it's because you're more physical. We've seen some big hits on the teams. That's a nice return from Frankie Williams. But Goche with a solid hit. He didn't track down Nick Marshall last week. They might not be here. Pankat start at the 43. Look out, Willie Jefferson. Strip. Ball loose. And it looks like Chiracco got back on it. There's number five doing what Willie Jefferson does. And Evans has been hurt. Willie Jefferson with that long reach uses it one more time. He's got the boat on both edges, one coming from the left, one coming from the right. Take a look at the right side, though, the big swim move, getting that right hand and arm up and over, and then around the corner to Dane Evans, strips the ball one more time with that great swim move. Left hand in the shoulder pad, right hand over the top. Redless six forced fumbles during the regular season. Two tonight, and Evans had a strike knocked out of his hands by Jackson Jeffco. The bookends on back-to-back plays. We're seeing the cheetah formation for Winnipeg. Cheetah is their version of all defensive ends in the defensive line. And this time it's going to be Jackson Jeffco. His dad, Jim, former Dallas Cowboy is in attendance and Jeff Coat with three-man pressure all defensive ends even combo in the middle pushes upfield that big reach to get the ball into Dane Evans hands Blake as all turnovers or potential turnovers are under review Jim Jeff Coates always told his son to be his own man he has two Super Bowl rings and Jackson's got his eye on a great cup ring here tonight I talked to Jackson about his dad during the work week, and he told me, well, my mom, Tammy, is probably pushes me harder. Tammy's one who will watch the games back and say, I need better hustle from the backside. But he said Jim told him, don't be outworked, and this defense has not been outworked tonight. Those two work out together in Austin, Texas. Jeff Coton and Jefferson. Here's Harris, and he nearly got away. Down at the 15-yard line. Incredible pedigree. When you take a look at Dad's accomplishments, Jim Jeffcoat, two-time Super Bowl champion with the Dallas Cowboys, 102.5 career sacks. And son Jackson is this close to his own championship ring. Former Texas Longhorn. Second and two, and that's Strebler time. Left side, he's got it again. Sarah Leski. Chris, sticking with the Jackson Jeff code and his father, Jim, he told me that the comment that he gets most often from his dad, the message, is that big-time players make big-time plays in big-time games. 
kid got the message. Didn't yeah, he? he got the message tonight, Sarah. That entire defense did. You know, we were surprised those ends weren't a huge factor last week, but what a different story tonight. Valaros back in. First and goal from the 11. And Harris dives ahead for one. Bolden. The tackle, second and nine. Been an unbelievable journey, too, for Zach Kolaros when you consider where it started this year. Play number three as a Saskatchewan Rough Rider. Sat out the Time entire out. season. Hamilton. You've heard three, the story three. by now, but. Timer put three minutes, 11 seconds on the clock. 3-11. But his veteran presence has been a difference maker in this Bomber team. That takes nothing away from Matt Nichols. They were 5-0 when Matt Nichols was the starter. But Zach Kolaris' career is back on track, and it's great to see. Pride of Steubenville, Ohio. There's his family in attendance. Can you imagine, as a quarterback, learning three different offenses in the same year? That's his wife, Nicole, with the bomber toque on the left. Mom Shelley, Dad Dean, and it is great to see Zach back. Lamented four or five plays that may have made the difference five years ago to win one for Hamilton. Won't be any regrets tonight, I don't think. Harris, and he gets stuffed. The delicate stepped up and made the tackle. Just shy of the warning here. And they are going to call the three-minute warning. Bombers are three minutes away. Up by 18 in Bedlock coming on to attempt a field goal. Exactly three minutes to go. Bombers have led for 53-04. The early turnover is just too deep a hole for Hamilton to climb out of. I have the feeling the celebration's already begun in Manitoba. Three more Bombers have scored on seven of their last eight possessions. You see the joy from the Winnipeg fans and the coach of the Blue Bombers well aware of what all this means back home. And they talk about their relatives that are moving on in age and they talk about how important it would be to them and how they're hoping that they, those relatives, get an opportunity to witness it. And that's powerful stuff. That's important. Um, that can, I don't think it can make you play better, but it certainly can make you appreciate um, why those conversations are started. Andrew Harris understands that. So does Nick Dembski. But you know what? Jamarcus Hardrick, born in Nebraska, says, I'm a Manitoban now. Everybody on that sideline knows what it means, not just to the team, but to everybody in Manitoba. And they keep the game face on, of course, for the final 241. But a little bit of celebration starting on that Winnipeg bench. And, boy, it's been a long time coming. And enjoy it. Bomber fans.
Been waiting a long time. Might get the gorilla off their back. <laughs> Addison. A big return could change the mood, but he's contained. Mike Miller, that special teams ace, comes up with another special team tackle. Well, just one of the great cover guys in the Canadian Football League, a finalist for the Special Teams Player of the Year. Went to Frankie Williams, but I'm real happy to see a guy like Mike Miller, one of the cover guys, one of the grunt players, those heart and soul unsung heroes, be recognized as a finalist in Special Teams Player of the Year. One of three Acadia Axemen in the game. Here's Sutton, who's run well tonight. Nine more for Sutton. And he's got 84 in the game. But Evans contained under 200 yards passing. Sutton a first down run. Now listen, both of these coaches are so similar in building the right culture in their team. Orlando Seinauer has done that with Hamilton. 15 wins in the regular season, a convincing win in the Eastern Final versus the Edmonton Eskimos. He has created that culture. The players love to play for him. He's upfront and honest with them. This is a very, very good football team that's got a bright future. Evans dropped again. Jackson Jeffcoat on back-to-back -back series. Well, they're going to play to the final whistle. Hey. Hey, like to get all those DNs in, so if you play an extra DN, you can put Jackson Jeffcoat in and tackle. And now he's working on Brandon Revenberg, the outstanding Canadian nominee for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And he blows by. Five sacks on the night for Winnipeg. Second and 18. Madison the catch. Up at the 50-yard line. And it will be third and seven. So they came into Calgary two weeks ago and held the bull Levi Mitchell Stampeders to 14 points. 13 points all Saskatchewan could muster against Richie Hall's defense. Hamilton's got a dozen tonight. Third and seven to stay on the field. And it's knocked down. Big defensive play. Mike Jones has had a game knocking it away from Anthony Coombs. And it is celebration time. When you look at that points allowed total that you just mentioned, Chris, no surprise when it's a team built by Michael O'Shea. Richie Hall gets a ton of credit. The defensive corner it has been a very difficult season for Richie Hall. When he lost his brother Michael midway through the season, Richie Hall has, has coached this team and this defense with a heavy heart all season long. Talked his right. work's done. His work is done. Put the briefcase away. You're a champion again, Richie. Harris to pad his stats. Five more. 132 on the ground. 35 receiving. Timeout. 
it just seems Hamilton. just seems so fitting that Michael O'Shea's team wins the line of scrimmage, wins the ground game, and plays great defense. That's linebacker football. That's Michael O'Shea football. That's Willie Jefferson football. That's Bomber football this year. I'll get you a championship belt. No turnovers for Winnipeg in the postseason. Plus 13 in the postseason. They had, they, you know, as underdogs, you want to create turnovers and get the favorite thinking about it. They did that. Out of the gate, first two series. Hamilton turned the ball over. Second and five. Harris, Neil, Jagarit Davis there to stop that. What do they do on third down here? Also mentioned Nick Dembski one more time. I, Nick Dembski through the playoffs. There it is. <laughs> For that final 31, it's over, baby. He's going to leave the offense out. Dembski's played his play, best football through the playoffs, no question. I think there's a long list of bombers that yeah, they're can say the same. Third down, they need six. There's the first turnover of the postseason. And Hamilton will take over. You know, Mike O'Shea is one of those guys, when he played, he knew where everybody was. I think he knew this was coming. Was he aware <laughs> that he knew it was coming? <laughs> A good coach is one step ahead. And the Winnipeg Blue Bombers were tonight. Try to North Bay, and I, I'm not sure there's anybody in the CFL that loves the Canadian game more than Mike O'Shea. This might be the biggest night of his life. Another sack. Although we asked him, hypothetically, would this be the biggest? And he danced around, and, and his final comment was, still the best to be a player. But this is pretty good for the old middle linebacker. Well, the entire organization, Wade Miller, down on the sideline from the spotters booth celebrating. Some emotion there, huh? Saw Danny McManus up with him in the box. Second and 14, look out! Another punishing hit. Mike Jones, this is, I think, his best game in the Canadian Football League. Closing and sticking Tyrell Sutton. And you know those preseason prognostications? Yeah. There's Richie. There's Richie Hall. I'll be the first to pick Hamilton to be back here next year. The first team to go on the road, the semifinal team win the three games and be champions since 2005. Third and 11. Evans throwing. It's intercepted. It's Mike Jones. What a night for 16. And that allows the Bonner offense to come out and go into victory 
formation. One more snap in 2019. They have put the win back in Winnipeg. The Blue Bombers, 2019 Great Cup champions. Three sacks for Big Willie Jefferson. Dean Evans under duress all night long. There is no question this game was won at the line of scrimmage by the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They won it on offense on the ground. Zach Kalaris chipped in with the passes he needed. And their defense dominated. Nobody has written a more unique script to be a winning quarterback in the Great Cup than Zach Kalaros and Richie Hall overcome with emotion. And so, a win for the W. Welcome to the 2019 Great Cup Awards and Trophy Presentation. To present the awards for most outstanding Canadian and most outstanding player, the president of Shaw Communications, Brad Shaw, and your host, James Duffy. Thank you, Rod. First of all, thank you to Calgary for your passion, your hospitality, and your great weather all week long. The outstanding player of the 2019 Grey Cup, from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Andrew Harris. And for the first time ever, the outstanding Canadian in the Grey Cup is also the outstanding player, Andrew Harris.
Andrew, you were three years old the last time the Winnipeg Blue Bombers won the Grey Cup. You came back to Winnipeg because you wanted to end the drought for your hometown team. What does it mean to be such a big part of it? Oh man, it's a, it's a dream come true. I mean, uh, part of that game, you know, just envisioning, you know, you want to come do something, you put your mind to it, you set goals, and to accomplish it is, uh, it's amazing. So proud of my teammates, so proud of my city, uh, my friends and family. Uh, it's an amazing day today. You won the Grey Cup in 2011 in your first year as a regular running back. And you said it almost felt like it came too easy. And you said this week the years in between have taught you how hard it is. Does that make this one sweeter? This is the sweetest thing I've ever tasted in my life right now. So, hey, 204 Pike City, we did it, man. You had a brilliant season, your third straight rushing title. But I know the two-game suspension frustrated you, hurt you, angered you. Did it also motivate you because you look like a man possessed today? These two trophies and that one behind, that's for all the haters that put me down, kicking when I down. All right? So stick both these trophies. You know us. <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations. Andrew Harris, the most outstanding Canadian and the most outstanding player. Once again, that is the first time be the outstanding Canadian has also been the outstanding player in the Grey Cup. And now Winnipeg, the moment you have waited for for 29 years to present the Grey Cup, the commissioner of the Canadian Football League, Randy Ambrosi. Well, on behalf of the Canadian Football League, our Board of Governors, and all of our fans, it is my honour and privilege to present the 2019 Grey Cup presented by Shaw to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers Grey Cup champions.